in our survey, 44% said they'd never had a woman manager or a role model, but men have actually, many of them have never had a transformational leader that they can look up to that inspires them. And that's really what we're doing at Ambition Theory. It's not about men versus women. It's about leveraging everybody's strengths and providing that role models, providing different examples of leadership for everybody. Welcome to Ambition Theory Women in Construction. This show asks questions that everybody is thinking about but doesn't want to say out loud. It's about tackling complex topics like why are there so few women in senior leadership positions? What is it going to take to change this? Each episode is a combination of motivation and tactical strategies to get ahead. We get out of our comfort zones and we take action. We learn, grow, and create opportunities. I am your host, Andrea Jansen, a certified executive coach with an MBA, and since 2018, I've coached over a thousand construction professionals to level up their leadership. Let's get started. Today, we are going to be sharing part three from our series that we hosted back in September of 2022 called How Men and Women Can Create Opportunities Together. If you haven't listened to part one and two yet, please go back before you listen to this episode. Today, we are going to be talking about taking action. The topic is how to make your company's culture more inclusive. We will be sharing steps that individuals and companies can take to accelerate the path to leadership for women. And I really hope you enjoy this series as much as our live participants did. Do you know what the number one question we get when speaking to companies about our Leadership Accelerator program for women in construction? We already have an internal leadership program or a mentorship program available, which is great. But the thing is, these programs don't work the same way for women as they do for men. There are many reasons why, but the most striking one, one that if you're a woman listening right now, you'll probably recognize right away. It's the double bind. We did some research last year and found that 78% of women were told that if they wanted to accelerate their path to leadership, they needed to be more confident. But 70% of those same women were also told that they were being too bossy. Basically, as soon as a woman embodies the traits most typically associated with leadership in the construction industry, they're faced with negative feedback. This is the double bind. And this is why specialized training for women is needed. If you want to learn more about how our Leadership Accelerator program can help you address the double bind and many other obstacles women face on the path to leadership, please visit ambitiontheory.com forward slash LAP. One question that people always say is, Andrea, some of the stats you presented earlier in the week on Monday, they're a little bit depressing. We've been talking about women in construction for many, many years. Why? Are things not changing? Why are we still seeing statistics like this? That is a really great question. The problem is that a lot of these initiatives that have taken place over the past five to 10 years have really placed the burden of responsibility on women to change. So it's really up to the women to make things different and change themselves in order to progress to leadership, in order to get like attract more women to the industry. So how that shows up in a mentoring program. So it's mentoring. Lots of organizations have mentorship programs. And this is ideas. If we get senior level women, we connect them with junior level women and they, those senior 
senior level women give advice to the junior level women, that will help things progress. But unfortunately, it's not working because again, like mentorship and sponsorship is different for men and women, and women are just still getting that advice. These programs, I will say they have really, really good intentions, but what happens is they unintentionally reinforce gender stereotypes. So a lot of mentorship programs, there's also been a lot of employee resource groups. So a group of women in a company or like in an association come together and they get together and like, yes, let's talk about these things. Let's kind of make things better. But again, because there's not that many women in senior leadership positions, most of the members of these employee resource groups are kind of in the mid-level management or junior level employees and recognizing that a cultural change needs to happen in order to really accelerate the path to leadership for women and kind of getting these women who are in the middle of a company and tasking them to take that on. It's not really fair because they don't have that positional power. They're not at that senior executive level in order to shift the culture. The other thing is like, there's things like women's conferences. There is women in construction week. And what some women have always told me, they're like, well, it's Women in Construction Week. You know, my company goes on LinkedIn. There's all these pictures about all the amazing women in our company, but that only happens one week a year. What happens in the other 51 weeks? The reality is what we know is that if we really want more women to come work in the construction industry, if we really want more women to advance into leadership positions, we really need to look at it from a cultural perspective. We need to create that environment where women's skills are valued, where women are listened to, women are heard, and there's an environment where women can excel. So that's the main reason why we haven't seen progress to date is that really we've placed the burden mostly on women to make the change. I want to talk about what happens when you can when you take real action, when you commit to investing in women and accelerating them into leadership positions. So I want to talk to you about some of our clients and what has happened to them when they've taken our courses. So one one client I was talking to her yesterday, she said, Andrea, I'm so glad I took this course. It's helping me to think differently. So it's really giving people that that mindset that leadership mindset, how do I navigate the situation that I'm in right now? How do I inspire other people? What are the things I need to think about? So it's very transformational and it's empowering these clients to go out there and really lead their companies. Someone else said, I didn't think there was a difference between men and women until I took your course. I'm noticing these small behavioral differences and I'm actually having conversations with my boss about these behaviors. This really interesting conversation happened last week. Someone said, this one was saying, she's like, you know what? People talk over me all the time in meetings. Men talk over me all the time. And I told this to my boss and my boss says, you know what? People talk over me too. It's just part of working in the industry. And this is what the client said. She said, yes, but as a woman, the expectations are different. Like the dynamics in the room are different. So when you get talked over, what people think of at the end, what people respond to is different than when I get talked over. And the person was like, hmm, yeah, you're right. This person also said later this happened again. And after that meeting, two men in the meeting came up to her and said, you know what? That was not cool. I noticed that this was happening and I like, I heard you, I saw you. The thing where we're seeing the culture changing is that those men actually recognized 
that something was wrong. Something, something was happening in that meeting. Their action that they took was to go out and talk to that person and acknowledge them, acknowledge that what they said had value, acknowledge that when someone interrupts you and talks over you, that is not okay. That doesn't support women in leadership. The really interesting conversation that we had was what's the next step, right? So that was their first step. And after the meeting, taking an action, talking about it and kind of where we want to go is what could they do in the meeting? So that's kind of would be what their next step is. And that's where we see the culture shifting, but knowing that culture shift is going to take a really long time. So if we wait, it's going to take a really long time. When women have the tools to overcome these barriers, when they have that awareness of what's going on socially, how things are perceived, then they're empowered to actually do something and engage the people that they work with. Another really interesting thing happened to me this week was I was being interviewed on someone's podcast yesterday. And this person asked me, she said, Andrea, what surprises you from all the stories that you hear on your podcast? I had trouble answering this question. And when I really thought about it, I realized like something really cool happened to me a couple of weeks ago. So a man shared one of our podcast episodes on his LinkedIn saying this episode really inspired me. I am inspired by this woman's leadership journey. Transformational leadership is really incredible to watch. Like check out this episode. And Amanda's from marketing. Amanda always tells me like people only share stuff on LinkedIn. If they're really, really excited about it, if they're really, really inspired by it, if it really struck a chord with them, people don't just share anything on LinkedIn. So there's something in this episode, in this interview that really struck a chord with this person and motivated him to share it with others. And I called him up after because I was so curious about this. I LinkedIn messaged him, asked him if I could call because I really wanted to understand what was that thing? What did you hear in this podcast that inspired you? And what, what we kind of realized is that transformational leadership model, men respond to this as well. They are inspired by a different kind of role model. So yes, women do not have examples, many examples of women in leadership in the construction industry. In our survey, 44% said they'd never had a woman manager or a role model, but men have actually, many of them have never had a transformational leader that they can look up to that inspires them. And that's really what we're doing at Ambition Theory. It's not about men versus women. It's about leveraging everybody's strengths and providing that role models, providing different examples of leadership for everybody. So that was really exciting for me. And I wanna share some feedback that we got from one of our participants. And this is from her direct report. So she said, I had a meeting with this person. They report to me, they were going on vacation. And this is what they said. They said, you inspire me. You make me want to get better. And I love being a part of this team. So when you invest in the women that you work with, when you invest in accelerating them into leadership positions, this is what's happened. It's not just about them. It's not just about that individual women. It's about them leveraging their strengths, becoming that leader and actually lifting everybody else up around them. That's the really exciting thing that really why we're here. It's not about men versus women. It's about how do we actually rise the tide for everybody? You know, that analogy when the tide rises, all boats rise. And that's really what this is all about. I know when we talk to companies about working with us, and even when we talk to individuals, what usually happens, so say a lot of the times women hear about our course and they're like, you know what, I want to take this course. I'm ready to level up. I want to contribute more. I'm starting to learn about the behavioral side of leadership. I'm realizing that kind of like 
it's not an equal playing field for men and women in the industry today. Women have that realization. They want to get that support. They want to level up. They ask their company to sign them up for one of our courses. And the number one thing that the company says is we already have a leadership training program. I want to take a minute and talk about this right now, because the reality is today is yes, it's fantastic that you already have leadership training in your company, but the three things that we talked about during this week are really the reasons why that leadership training doesn't work for women. So the first one is transformational versus transactional. Most construction leadership programs today teach the transactional leadership skills, and that really is, isn't serving well. It's not actually leveraging women's strengths. It's not really opening up the spectrum of leadership to what everybody has to offer. So that's the first re reason is most internal, most industry leadership courses focus on the transactional side of the spectrum. They don't teach the transformational side. The second one is really about that mentorship versus sponsorship. So that stereotype of women being prepared for the opportunity and really putting, giving, putting the onus on the women to actually find that opportunity for herself. That it takes social navigation. So really addressing that within the leadership training is really what you need to do. You really need to look at what are the behaviors that happen when you're trying to advance and how do we actually build those relationships? So a lot of leadership training, it gets it transactional. It doesn't focus on the relationship side of things and the behavioral side of things. And that is especially important for women because you need to navigate that in order to create that opportunity. You actually need to know how to find a sponsor, how to leverage those relationships in order to create opportunities so that you can give value to your company so you can contribute using your own strengths. So that's the second one. And the third one is the double bind, which we talked about. So that's this idea that women, if they follow everything that the leadership course says, they will likely get backlash because they're coming across as too aggressive or bossy. It's really interesting. One of our clients said something to me. She said, when I asked her, I said, what was the most compelling thing that you learned from taking this course with us? She said, Andrea, it was the double bind. She's like, I thought it was all in my head. Like I thought it was me. I thought there was something wrong with me because she signed up for every leadership course. She took them all and she tried to apply what they were doing and it just didn't work for her. She would either get backlash or she would have to kind of like take a week on her own to take that content that she learned in the construction leadership course and then figure out like, how do I actually apply this so that it works for me? Because most curriculum doesn't address the fact that leadership is a different experience for men and women and women have to act differently. And if they do exactly what a man does, it's actually not going to help them. It's probably going to hold their career back. So that's really the difference between when you take a course with us and when you take a course with any other company or an internal leadership training course at your company. Another thing people say is we are just too busy. We got, you know, we've got inflation we're dealing with. There's the labor shortage, construction busy in the summer. Like it's still warm weather right now. We're just too busy. We don't have time to invest in any leadership training. And this is a really interesting concept because usually when you're overwhelmed, that is usually the best time. And usually if you're, if your employees are overwhelmed, it might be a sign that they're doing too much and they're leading less. And it's a great opportunity to lean into becoming that leader and empowering your team, leveraging the strengths of other people in order to, you know, get the things done that you have on your plate. And I want to tell a story about 
one person, her name's Melissa. And she actually was in the middle of our course and she hurt herself. She hurt her knee. She needed to have surgery. She was in bed. She couldn't move. And she was in the middle of a really, really important project. And I remember her coming to one of our coaching sessions and saying, Andrea, I'm just so busy. I don't know what to do. And, and to be honest, like the logical thing, and we did offer this to her. We said, you know, you're halfway through the course. Do you want to just stop now? And you can finish it in the next cohort. We offer her that, but she wanted to keep coming. So she keeps coming and she's got so much on her plate. She's doing everything. And I asked her, I said, well, what are the things that only you can do? First, she had a list of 20 things. And I asked her the question again and again and again. And it really came down to one or two things were the things that only she could do. But she just needed to learn to trust her team. She needed to learn to really get to know them, understand their strengths, um, give them that support so that they could actually take things off her plate. Um, so we were able to do that in the course. And the really exciting thing that happened is she had someone on her team. She was in Toronto. Someone on our team was in Calgary on the other side of the country. And what they said to her after this project was over, they said, you know what? We worked together before. I used to feel like I was a part-timer because you were doing everything and I wasn't really a part of the team. But now things have changed and I feel like I truly am a part of this team. This is the transformation that can happen. Really, if you think you're too busy to take this, take a course with us, if you think you're too busy to really address the challenges that women are facing, I will kind of flip it on its head and realize it's once you're actually recognize that these things exist and are empowered with tools to overcome them, it makes your day much shorter. You're able to get more done in less time. You're actually able to inspire other people to contribute more. So your team becomes exponentially stronger when you have these tools. And a lot of companies just don't start, like they're frozen. They're like, we need to have a five-year plan. We need to do all this training. We need to figure this out. And they have no idea where to start. And the interesting thing is the best thing you can do is just start somewhere. Because when you take action, when you take that first baby step, sometimes you don't need to have the three-year plan already in place. You need to just take that first step. And when you take that first step, the second step becomes clearer because you're more aware. Like we've been talking about women in construction for years, but we're not seeing women really accelerating into those leadership positions. So it's something that really, why not start? Why not start? And why not start with something small? Because that's where you're going to learn. And you start by taking action. Analyzing the problem is not going to get you further ahead. And I want to talk about actually ways that companies can do this, right? Because it is overwhelming. How do you cut through that overwhelm, right? Okay, we got these women. We want to attract more. We have these women that in the company right now. We want to advance them. Where do I even start? How do I do this? Because there's so many things you can do. And also like the industry has all these things that they've been telling you to do too, right? Like start a mentorship program, start an employee resource group. But now you're like, Andrea, you're telling me those things don't work. So where do you start? So the first thing that you need to do is really expose the elephant. That is just become aware. Number one, the double bind exists. Number two, mentorship is different for men and women. And number three, leadership is different for men and women. Women veer more towards that transformational side of the spectrum. Men veer more towards that transactional side of the spectrum. It's really about just recognizing that there are barriers today. It's nobody's fault. We're just going to recognize that they're here. 
When you do that, it becomes the most empowering thing, especially for women. When you can say, you know what? It's not you. It's not you that isn't confident. It's actually this environment that is not set up for women to thrive, for women to advance. And that when you take that burden off of the shoulders of the women in your company, that is extremely powerful. Every time we ask our clients, what else is needed to help make the construction industry more inclusive? We always hear the same thing. We need men to get involved. They need to understand what it's really like for women in the industry. But whenever we speak to men who want to be better allies in the workplace, they're often not exactly sure what they can do to help. And that is why we came up with our latest free training, How Men and Women Can Create Opportunities Together. In this three-part series, we dig into the differences between transactional and transformational leadership. We look at why we need sponsorship versus mentorship, and we discuss how to build more inclusive cultures. Most importantly, we share practical ways both men and women can start making change within their companies right away. To access the replay, go to ambitiontheory.com forward slash together and please share it with the women and especially the men that you work with. And Amanda says the part that it's nobody's fault is really important because we don't want to blame when you're having these discussions. It's really important to check in with yourself because it is nobody's fault. It just is. When you start blaming you, you backtrack. So you really have to talk about when you expose that elephant, just say it's here. It's in front of us. And when you all see it, when you all agree it's there, you can really work together to come to figure out how you're going to get around it. But if you're kind of in that denial phase, like really, you know what you think, like if you're still trying to hide it, still trying not to pretend it's not there, it's actually going to hit you even further. It's going to stall any progress that you're going to make. It's going to rear its head. It's going to show back up. So you really need to call that out. The second piece is taking the burden off women. So recognizing that, you know what, we need to shift the burden to the organization. And how do you do that? Right? So the first thing is number one, you have to recognize it. Um, the second piece is sometimes it's education. Like a lot of the times we host a lot of these sessions and we find men come to these sessions and they're like, I had no idea. Like I did not know the double bind exists. We had someone come to a free session we hosted for women in construction week. I talked to him after the session because he sent us an email thanking us for the opportunity. And again, when someone takes action like that, I know something must have landed with them. And I was really curious what it was. And he said, Andrea, when I saw that slide about the double bind, he's like, I didn't believe you. I thought you were making it up, but I thought, you know what, maybe she's got something, maybe there's something there. And so what this person did was they met with four women on their project. He talked to them. He asked them about what their experience was like, and he listened. Then he realized, oh, this is true. This situation is alive and well in my company. After that, he was actually inspired to do even more. And he booked a meeting with his HR director to talk about how he could become a better ally for women. So that's an example of taking the burden off women is when you have a man that says, you know what, I'm going to go on my own journey of exploration. I'm going to learn what I can do to make the culture on my team so that if this shows up for women, I'm an ally. I can be there. I can call people out if this is happening. So that's one example about how you take the burden off women. Education is key. So inviting people to a session like this, having a session for your executive 
executives where you're really, where they're really learning about what it's like to be a woman in the industry, what the data says, and also what the experience is like for women in their company. The second thing is sponsorship. So sponsorship is really, instead of focusing efforts on a mentorship program, shifting it to a sponsorship program where the onus is put on that senior person to find people to sponsor. And really the goal is to create opportunities. So that's a way to do that is you can take the burden off the women. The other thing that does come up, and this is in our experience, because we work with women in construction, women will find out about our course. They will ask their company if they can take it. And the thing is, that's a great way to take the burden off of their shoulder. You say, you know what? Okay. Like these things exist. Like I acknowledge them. You know what? We're going to work to change the culture. The culture is going to take a really long time to change. So in the meantime, you can take this course, you can learn, there's tools to get around all of these obstacles, these tools that you can actually use that you, so that you can advance. So you don't have to wait till the culture changes and you want, I'm going to make this investment in you. That's one way that you can do it. Other times we talk to companies so we'll talk to people at a corporate level. And what they'll say is they're like, yeah, if women want to take the course, they can ask their manager and advocate for themselves to take the course. And again, like that, it's it's a different message when it's coming from the corporation. Okay, this women find out about our course and you know it's up to them to navigate the corporate rules to get someone to figure out to approve it to be a part of our course or taking the burden off their shoulders and saying, you know what, this course exists. And as a company, we are going to select women because we know we want to get more women into leadership and we want to give them the tools so that they can do that. So it's not just on the woman to figure it out herself. So that's the second thing. The third thing is you need to take action at all levels. And I talked about this already, but it really needs to start at the top. Like there's a lot of action happening with women. So we've got all those employee resource groups. We've got women in construction week. We have conferences for women in construction. We have mentorship programs. We have meetups. There's all these actions being taken. Women are taking all these actions, but now really the most important action that I think has been missing for the past five years is that action from the top down. So what are we doing as an executive team to make the culture more inclusive, to make it so that people are aware that these barriers exist. They are aware of what the experience is like for women. And what are we doing to actually shift that burden onto the organization? So really action needs to be taking place at all levels. And one thing people will say, just like Andrea, if it's a cultural issue, why do you have a course for women? And the reason is we absolutely need to shift the culture, but it's going to take a really long time. Likely before that culture shifts, like I will likely be retired because we know the data is telling us that that culture shift is taking a really long time. So if we start tackling it from a cultural perspective, then if we have tools that exist already to help women overcome these obstacles to actually progress to leadership a little bit faster than if you did nothing, why would we not do that, right? So you're taking action from the top, you're taking action from the bottom. And when that happens, you get that snowball effect and change happens a lot faster than if you just wait. Now I want to talk a little bit about how ambition theory helps companies. So our signature program is called our leadership accelerator. And what that is, it is an eight week online group coaching program for women who are ready for that next level of leadership. So you're either want to get promoted. You're like, I have the skills. I want to deliver more value to my company. I am ready to go. We can help you do that. It's also for people who are new to leadership and are really need to focus on influencing instead of doing the job. So making that shift to empowering others, making that shift to managing up, 
embracing politics, strategic thinking, all of those wonderful things that typically are not taught in a transactional leadership course. So that's what the course is. We also have custom offerings for organizational culture. So we will work with leadership teams on that education piece. We will educate the executive teams about really, this is what the landscape is like. This is what's happening for women in construction. And let's work together on how to shift your culture. And then the third thing is our Women in Construction National Survey. I think someone in the chat was asking about that. So yeah, absolutely send us an email if you're curious about the survey. We are actually working on the 2.0 version. So the first version we did in-house. The second version, we are expanding it with a research partner, with a PR partner, and we're going a lot more in-depth. And we're actually looking for companies to partner with us. So if you partner with us, what you'll get is you'll get the national data, and then you will get the data for your company. So you'll be able to see how you stand up against the industry. Once you have those survey results, you'll know where to focus your efforts. And then you'll also be able to track progress. So those are the three ways that we work with companies. I want to take a minute to tell you about our leadership accelerator for women in construction, because this is the opportunity for you to say, you know what, I am committed to gender equity. I am committed to supporting the women in my company to advance at the same rate as the men that they work with. So if that sounds like you, or if you're a woman and you're like, you know what, I'm ready to go. I want to contribute more to my company. This course is for you. So it's an eight week course. It's completely online. There's small group coaching. So really working with you to figure out what is your leadership brand? What are the strengths that you bring to the table? And how do we leverage those in your company to bring more value to the company so that you can inspire the people that you work with? So you're holding them to a higher standard. You're making the output of your team exponentially bigger than it was before. And we're helping you to influence up, influence the culture and be that role model. Because the truth is almost half of women in construction have never had a role model. They've never seen a real life example of a woman leading in their company. And we are not okay with that number. So we want to help you become that role model and become that leader. But if you're interested or you want to learn more, definitely you can send us an email. You can book a call with us, or you can just sign up on our website. And any questions before we wrap up? We actually got one in the chat, Andrea, if that's okay. The question is, how can you use transformational leadership for someone that responds better to transactional? Oh, that's a really great one. So the thing about that, it's really about understanding motivation. So what I want you to do, the first step is get really curious. You got to find out what makes them tick. What makes them excited? What are their strengths? What are the things that they're good at? And then what you can do to motivate them is you find projects, you find opportunities for them to leverage their strengths. So say someone is really good at, I don't know, troubleshooting budgets, you know, scrubbing budgets, fixing the budget, make sure everything gets back on track. You have this person on your team. They're really good at that. What you can do is next time there's like a really big budget problem, like call them up and be like, Hey, I got this big problem. I know you're really good at this. Can you please step up and help solve this problem? So it's really about finding what makes that person tick, what motivates them, and then creating that opportunity for them to apply that strength. Because what happens, it's really cool, is that intrinsic motivation will come back, right? So say maybe scrubbing this budget takes like three hours, but because they love doing it, it's actually bringing them that intrinsic motivation. It doesn't feel like they're working for three hours. To say someone really loves building relationships, and talking to people, making presentations. If someone loves doing that, 
And then it's like Friday afternoon and you're like, hey, can you uh, scrub this budget for me? For them, that three hours is going to feel like six and they're not going to be motivated because they're not getting that intrinsic motivation. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a minute to read a review of our podcast. This review is from Odyssey Gal from the U.S. Excellent podcast providing much needed insight, encouragement, and practical application into a growing field for women and great opportunity for the construction and trades industries. Thank you, Andrea, for advancing this content. Thank you so much for that generous review. We really love hearing from our listeners. And I'm wondering if I can ask you a favor. Can you take a minute and leave us a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts? That really helps us to get the word out so that we can keep making episodes for you for free. Thank you for listening.